Today's episode was brought to you by AM Printwear. Thank you, Jimmy. Shout out to AM Printwear. Uh, AM Printwear is your go-to shop for all your screen printing needs. Not only do they deliver superior quality and fast turnaround time, but their pricing can't be beat. It literally can't be beat, man. I really think uh, they do a good job over at AM Printwear. Uh, we got a special going on right now where if you get one color, 12 shirts for, what was it, $79.99, something like that? $79.99. So definitely head over to AM Printwear. Their pricing cannot be beat. Next time you're in the market wondering where to look for a screen printer, must I remind you that you need to head to AM Printwear, and that should be the first and only screen printing company on your mind. So you can check out AM Printwear at www.amprintwear.com, and please let them know who you with the podcast sent you. You're listening to Who You With? Who You With? Who You With? The Motherfucker Podcast. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Who You With The Podcast. <laughs> my name is Gordon Briscoe, just a player with an opinion. Uh, my co-host is not here with me today. I'm solo dolo with the guy, the myth, the man himself. Uh, we got Kenneth Muse in the building, man. Give it up for Kenneth Muse. <laughs> Damn, man. You finally get a chance to talk. Right, right. Damn, right. How, how long? Uh, well, first, let me just start off by saying, uh, for the people that may not know Kenneth, this guy has one of the best sounds around, like definitely in the tri-state area, but we're talking about within the music. Uh, we're going to get into some of his credits and stuff later on, but uh, outside of that, the guy sings, engineers, raps good as hell. Uh, the nigga pretty much does everything. Entrepreneur, we just had a conversation. You haven't had a job in seven years outside of just working for yourself. Uh, you've worked with a lot of people. I feel like you were very instrumental in building a scene that's around here right now. So, uh, yeah, give it up for Kenneth Muse, man. What's going on? Thank you. Thank glad you. to have you, man. <laughs> I'm glad to be here, man. Good, because you don't talk too damn much. No, I don't. I, I like to listen. I mean, that's, that's that's why I got in the field. This you know nigga. I mean? <laughs> so, one thing that kind of... I, I picked up on how like a lot of producers just like chilling. Like y'all know y'all gotta leave, right? Y'all know y'all can't <laughs> just stay. A lot of producers, the engineers, y'all just stay in the studio. Yeah, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. You know what? It, it comes. It comes from I guess like you remember. You remember the times when you weren't called upon mm-hmm. for your work and stuff like that, or you didn't get the light right then and there. Right. So you remember those times, so it's just like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take advantage of work. of the moment and just keep working and working and working, and then before you know it, work seem it comes it comes natural. Going out is just like, right, you fuck, know it. What I mean? yeah, fuck, you, it, fuck you it, you just created your own world, uh, world like around that. Uh, you know, we have conversations before. Uh, I respect you because you always respected my opinion and my honesty. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, we we talked before about. Just you dropping a project, you putting out songs, you putting out just more music for the people because your music is phenomenal. And I think everybody knows that. I think the music speaks for itself. But we're in such a period and point of time in music where that's just like such a small part of the big thing. So uh, I even saw, you know, last week and then today, uh, Big Kenny 
<laughs> Big Ken. Yeah, man. <laughs> Damn. So uh, just talk about how you came up with that. Um. Well, it came from me and Ant have a song that's out now. It's on SoundCloud. It's called Awesome Shit. Um. It came from us doing like coming up with the idea and the concept for the video, which uh, which should be dropping soon. Um. It came from that because we were just throwing ideas back and forth, like, "Yo, well, uh, what should we do for the video?" I was like, mm-hmm. "Well, I want to do something different. I don't want to do something super serious because up to now, up to this point, as far as like my music career, everybody take every, all everything I do is like super serious. Right. It's R and B music. <laughs> it's like it's just a one sided representation of you, exactly. And I don't want the pe- people to get the perception of me just being like super serious and sad, right. like." You know, I'm light-skinned, but still. <laughs> Sad niggas link up, man. Right, right. So, me and Ant, we sat down and we busted up. He, I was like, well, why, why don't we why don't we dress up for the video? We can do, like, costume makeup or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just, I, I forget, honestly, I forget who came up with the idea to dress up as old men. Um, and the day we were supposed to shoot the video, uh, it rained. So, I was just like, I'm going to just dress up. Because we, we're just going to shoot the video another day. I just want to see what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And the camera came on. I had a face full of old man makeup. And it was just from there on. I was just like, yeah, Big Ken. That's it. Nah, that that turned into something dope. And I was talking to uh, Don Michael Jr. earlier. He was in the studio earlier. And we just was talking about how it's just more than music. And he used you as an example. Like, yo, like that's it. Like That's the shit that I need to be on. That's the shit that everybody else kind of has to uh, play a part on. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, so even with your relationship with the whole Southside movement, uh, you got oh my gosh, yeah, you, to Southside. You got Ish, you know, you got Shakir, you got Kev, you got of course Mary Fontaine, uh, who's y'all have collaborated on some like really dope, like legendary shit. I don't care what nobody else says, but from here is legendary shit. So what made you pair up with them? And like, what's like the magic between you and the whole Southside camp? Um. Okay, so it's because we're all from Jersey. You know what I mean? Everybody knows everybody. But um, we can go a couple years back when I was shooting videos. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Ant actually shot the Mary Jane video for Ish. It's uh, Ish. I think it's Ish's song featuring Mir. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Couple years back, we shot that video, and that's how I, that's how I actually met them. So I basically met them doing video work. They didn't mm-hmm. even know, I think they didn't even know I had a studio back then because at, at that time I was working with just Ant, um, as far as like Jersey artists are concerned, because right. I already had my own studio by that time in Philly. Um, we started working, just doing regular studio work, and I think we just worked on a couple records, then. Mir came to me to do a project, um, which was Who's Watching the Kids at the time, and we just started working on that. And you know, what I mean, I, I'm I'm like I'm big on things happening organically. Mm-hmm. So like nothing was really planned. It's not like we were like, yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, once the music started coming out, we're like, yeah, all right, Southside, we're all from Jersey, right. blah blah blah. This and the third. So I guess that's when you can call it a, an official plan. But there was really no plan. It was just a bunch of kids grown. Uh, Linking up, doing music. Working, you know I mean? just working. Just working. And um, they like family at this point. Yeah, know? I was going to say, yeah, y'all always, and, you know, y'all always create some, like, magical shit. Like I said, whenever your tag is on it, it's like, nigga, <laughs> I, like, people really got to tune in. And that's just on the production side. 
Right. Uh, even your studio, uh, Mindful Sound, y'all was like, I actually got tired of your studio for like one whole summer. Everybody <laughs> decided to have they whatever album or play whatever whatever was Listen coming out party, that yeah. summer. <laughs> it was at his studio. So I've actually this studio uh, last week. We had the uh, listening party for, yeah, Don, for Don Michael, Michael Jr. Jr. It was yeah. hot as hell in here. <laughs> Nigga. I'm mad. I just remembered this. It was you hot. had some times when we talking about 100 people. 100 people in your studio. It yeah, had to it be. Was, it, I, I, I Could not move. Yeah, there was, it was a couple. I think it was Ishes and um, Mirrors listening yep. party where we had. It was like. Packed. Literally like 60 you, plus and people inside and outside. Yeah. You you cannot move at all. Like literally cannot move. Don't but lie. I feel like you've cultivated like your own following, your own vibe. And probably that's how your sound came about too, where people just come to you for, you know, to put their finishing touches or to get, get your juice and, uh, <laughs> you know, just throw it on a track a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, working, Working, doing studio work. See that, like the the misconception is, is uh that I got my studio, like during the course of working with Southside. Mm-hmm. But I had already been working within the city, in the tri-state area. I've been, I was working probably like at least four years before that, or no, it was probably five years. Mm-hmm. Um, because I worked at a studio in uh Frankfurt in Philadelphia for like three plus years. And then I came to my own studio. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do my own thing. I always wanted to open a studio in Jersey, which I'm in the process of trying to do right okay. now. <laughs> um, but like I, like, I couldn't find a job. Right. You know what I mean? I couldn't find studio work. So um, a, me, a friend of mine actually found um, the ad on Craigslist to work in Philly. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to go over there and just try it out. I went over there. I'm like, yo, I, I, like, I never engineered professionally before. Give me a shot. Like I record people out of my house to the point where I had to like stop telling, like right. stop telling people, yeah, I'm done recording people because it's like the police are starting to pull up in front of my house because they think <laughs> I'm doing something other than recording music. It ain't even that type of deal, you know. So I'm like, yeah, let, just give me a shot. And I want to say like not even a month, I became the head engineer. That's dope. So like this is like, I, it, it all it, what I'm what I'm getting at is it all comes from like caring about the music first. Like it's always been. All right, I'm just trying to like it, it. Doesn't matter who I'm stepping in there with. I'm just trying to get the best out of that in particular person. Mm-hmm. So it's just like now that's what you hear. That's what you basically hear with everybody that I work with. You know what I mean? I just try to get the best out of everyone. What made you go from? Oh, I guess you were a videographer. Like, what was that experience like? And like, why did you choose? I wouldn't say a videographer. I was just shooting a couple videos and editing videos. Like I was like, at that time, I think when I shot that video, I had just got in, in my place, my own studio okay. at the time. So I was still like, I had shot a couple videos and edited a couple videos for a couple people, but I just don't like the turnaround time. It's like, mm. for me, it's just like, I want to work now and get all the shots done. And you know, like working with a budget with an artist, you don't always get to be like, a hundred percent creative, you mm. know what I mean. Sometimes you're very limited. Not to say that like money is a, is an issue with creativity, but like sometimes it's drawn like the yeah, time yeah, and yeah, everything yeah, like yeah. that. So I just that's the only part where I like to step back from. It's just like ah, I'm right. really, I really, I sh- shout out to them to the videographers. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. I was, uh, all of them kind of act the same. They're very distant, like and cold to the point where I know a lot of videographers where you have to call them hundreds of times in order to get your 
Yes, yeah, yeah. Like it's always like that. <laughs> like I know multiple people that's like that. Uh, a Rod, you like that? Oh, man. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have that issue with A Rod, man. Nah, yeah, he, he's I actually a different once. breed. So, matter of fact, A Rod called me. Like, yeah, he, I, I was just about to say he that. Calls me, he, boy, I call him. He's a different breed. He's always proactive with everything. Yo, right. like I'm trying to do this. Da, 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 da. And then next thing you know, it gets done. So even you know, seeing your work through the internet, it's like. Damn, the nigga had mad progression in such a short amount of time. Exactly. Where, you know, he, he doing shit for you. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this shit is, like, super dope. Like, shout out to this nigga. Yeah, he definitely has an eye. He doesn't have an eye for what he does, man. And so. Nah, no problem, man. <laughs> uh, so, with the uh, production and stuff like that, with the music, uh, run down a list of just, like, who's, who's you been credited on? Like, um... Well, because I think all the I know Southside. Some, okay. <laughs> um, I I started working with Ant like early on, like SoundCloud days before he released any mixtapes and stuff like that. Ant's my guy. He's it's dope too. Way yeah, he's he's freaking genius. Um, way past like all the music shit. Like I've known Ant for a while now. Like, and we recorded out of my crib like, mm-hmm. before I had my own studio and stuff like that. Um, I just go through. We can just go through Jersey. Um. So there's, you know, Mir from Southside. Everybody from Southside. Uh, get Right Sour. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to... Uh, Frankie Hill. Um, this is engineering. You We talking engineering credits or production credits? Man, all of it, man. Because uh, I, I... Well, I, I've been told some stuff. I'm going to see if you're going to name it, and then you can just say if it's true. Listen, what's the... I'm, I'd rather you say it. What's, what, what's the... I'm trying to be sneaky with my information. <laughs> I'm like, what... That, uh, uh, hold on, that's what we. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm gonna stray away from your question real quick because that, like, yo, I hear so many stories about me. Not even, go, not even plugging y'all too solid. Here. We not gonna do that. We not gonna do that. The myth, man. The myth. The I legend. hear so many stories about me, and I'm like, that's not true. Alright, so uh, Tory Lanez. Not yet. Not yet. That's oh, what okay. I'm gonna say. Okay. 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 Not okay. yet. Not yet. We not. We not. Not yet. I feel like that's a yes. He just don't want to break the news here. No, 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 Fuck no, us, no, okay? no. I, I say not yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, Fuck us. But I don't. I don't have any big industry uh, placements yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I everything is homegrown. Like everything is in house or working with everybody, like local people. Um, I've recorded a lot of people out of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Like as as far as Philadelphia is concerned, um, I recorded everybody but. Beans in a state property, mm-hmm. but that was like when I was working in a different studio. Right. Um. Let me try to think. Who else did I record? Well, everybody in state property. So. Um, I see you working with uh, drama now too. He, a drama, he comes I, I, often. Yeah, he com- he comes. I haven't I haven't mixed anything of his. Everything's be like uh, feature based stuff. Okay. Um. But shouts out to drama. He's cool. Cool. Cool people. Um. Fat G's. Uh. Mm-hmm. I've recorded like two of his mixtapes. Um. Um, why am I going to blank right now? I'm trying to think of who else. Put um, him on the spot, man. No, it's not even putting. I mean, I, I'm just. It's just because, like, some people I don't record anymore because of the demand. Now it's like I keep my regulars, and then like every now and then when somebody can't get into their like home studio, they'll hit right. me up. So then I'll be, you know what I mean, plugged in with them. But I try like right now I'm like in full artist mode. I was just so about I kind of like fell back from all the engineer work unless it's like. Unless it's like I don't even right. want I don't even want to say no names because then everybody's gonna get yeah, mad at yeah, me. They're gonna yeah, be like, yeah. Oh yeah, he's playing I mean, favorites yeah, and if, it's just if, not if, it's if, not that. If he not picking up, 
you just not one of them guys. <laughs> Oh you just God. not one of them guys. He's I'm sending you right. In my mouth in he, this interview. I already he, know it. He's sending you right to A Rod. Ain't that right? No, no, <laughs> no. We gotta go get A Rod. It handles everything music. I don't need nobody going to his DM like, yo, I need to book studio time. A Rod gonna be squaring up in a few, man. Right. Gonna be squaring up. <laughs> uh, does does labels just just speaking in general? Does having a record label? I mean, ha- having a record deal matter at this point no no absolutely not because i feel like they don't do anything i mean just based off of um working with people that have deals Mm -hmm. or what have you it's just like a lot of this stuff falls on their team at the end of the day you know what i mean um you find like artists they'll get signed and and you're doing the majority of the work they're just taking their percentage Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and they're 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 talking about like distribution when there's really no distribution. Everything's stream wise, so right. it's like just to put it on their plat on the platforms they're charging you for it. So it's just it's that right there to just let you know like yo, I just be doing this shit on my own unless you know what I mean. Unless you're trying to get to the next play the the next step, like I'm talking about like being out there as a star. I would say yeah yeah then you should negotiate with labels, but then it, it's more or less like a partnership, not so mm-hmm. much signing to the label. They're dictating your every move because you look, you look at now like everything you can do everything from your house right you know what i mean like the majority of the records that you see that pop they're not done in like big studios they might be mixed in big studios or what have you or somebody that's more knowledgeable behind the boards but right. at the end of the day a lot of the records are done at home i mean how for the for the artists that may be listening uh how do you try to get to that point though where your record is actually moving because uh, you have records that's actually moving. You've produced records that are actually, you know, moving, getting a million streams. Mm-hmm. So, like, how how does that happen? Because everybody do record and everybody has the same outlets, but it's really no traction behind everybody. I feel like it's consistency is one one major part. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it, <clears throat> if you're not consistent and in people's faces enough, I mean, you look at somebody like Six Nine. He's saying the, yeah. the most craziest shit ever. Shout out to Tim's audio. <laughs> he's saying the most craziest stuff ever, and he's in your face, and he just keeps putting out content. You know what I mean? I feel like consistency is one thing, and then having a really firm team, like a really strong team behind you. You know what I mean? Build team that build a team full of people that aren't just going to tell you yes all the time. Right. I'm, like, really big on that. Like, if one person's in the room, everybody agrees, and one person in the room is like, I don't think that's a good idea. Then you might you might not have to take his his word for it, but you might have to take it into consideration of right, what right, he's right. actually saying because he might be right. A lot of artists are sensitive when it comes to that though. Super. Like I, I I've only met probably about two or three, and you're one of them where uh, they could take a no or they could take a. Uh, I mean, and when I say stuff, it never comes from a bad place. Like I'm, I don't think a lot. It's hard for people that are good at making music to make bad music. It's just, <laughs> yo, I know you could do better on that. More more something like that. It was an artist, I'm not going to say his name. Uh, he had a record uh, with somebody else, and it was, now this was a terrible record. Now, I've heard records before that, and it's like, yo, like, dude, kind of dope. Like, I, I, I get it. I get why, you know, people are going to his shows and, you know, streaming his stuff. Right. And, uh when that the first time I met him was at a show and I say, yo, it was good. You know, I'm such and such. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah. I know. Cause of, you know, a couple people, we got mutual friends. And I say, yo, that record you just put out, 
He was like, yeah. I said, why did they let that come out? Yo. <laughs> I said, yo. I said, I said, yo, like, dog. Like, I listened to your stuff. I said, you are dope. That record, not dope. And he was like, man, like, <laughs> it was a few people that wanted me to put that out. So I just put it out. But later on, when I got a chance to finally interview him, he said, like, yo, like, he like looked like a lot of emotions ran through his body and it just was like damn I kind of can't be mad at the digger because I feel like that too like I don't like the record but he got balls for telling me he don't like the record so he just he 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 definitely fucked with me off of that but a lot of artists are definitely I think you I think as an artist you have to have thick skin period especially now granted you're dealing with a lot like if you're if you're that kind of artist you deal with a lot of personal stuff within your music <clears throat> so I, I can understand if so if you feel some type of way but i feel like you definitely have to have thick skin and that's why i say having good people on your team to be honest with you all the time is probably like one of the best things i could tell people mm-hmm. only because it's like <clears throat> for me it happened early on when i first started doing music i became friends with hot man you right. know what I mean? Shout out to him. Mad shoulders. Mad shoulders. That's his AKA. Yeah, and he he does he doesn't skip leg day though. He doesn't. He don't. He, he don't. doesn't skip leg he day. He don't. So I just try not to. Yeah, I just try not to look at his calves or nothing like that. <laughs> try to stay away from that. <laughs> so, but yeah, like the reason why I was mentioning his name is because he's always honest. I mean, you see him yeah, credited is, on yep. a lot of my records, mm-hmm. and he like it could. A matter of fact, my upcoming project. Uh, we were getting ready to put out a different version of it. It was a room full of us. I play it. We go through all the records. Hot Man is quiet the whole time. <laughs> Mind you, we like I work way ahead of what I what I'm planning on putting out. So we're actually working. We were working on this project because we already have three projects already mm-hmm. done. So <clears throat> he's like. Every, it gets dead quiet after we play records because everybody's looking at him. We ask everybody in the room. Everybody's like, yeah, it's hot. It's hot. It's my favorite song, blah, blah, blah. It's it. Hot man looks down. He's like, I don't know, man. I just feel like it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> and like at first, like, mind you, I'm, I'll, I, it's really, it's, there isn't anything he could say to surprise me at this point because we've been friends for, it's getting closer to like nine years. Right. So it's just like, I can't really be surprised. He said everything to me at this point. But it was just shocking. And we're in a room full of people. He's like, yeah, it's trash. And I'm like, I guess you can see it on my face. He was like, let me rephrase that. It's not trash, trash, like how, you know, everybody says it. He's like, I'm just saying to your standard. Right, in comparison. In comparison to everything you've put out thus far, and then everything we plan out putting out afterwards, it's trash. Right. And I'm like, yeah, like you really think it's trash, and he's like, "Yeah, bro," and like I kind of felt some type of way about it. Right. Like I really did. It might actually, it might have been because I was drinking henny, but <laughs> I felt some type of way about That's it. The devil's like, drink, absolutely, man. absolutely. But I felt some type of way about it, and like he like then left, like probably like twenty minutes after that, because it was like tension in the room. Because mm-hmm. now it's like we were planning on putting this out. I think this was back in like early June. We were planning on putting that out instead mm-hmm. of uh, break a playlist. So I'm like, damn, I like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I literally sat quiet while everybody in the room's talking. I'm playing other stuff. I'm like, damn, he left. Then everybody else left. Now I'm sitting in the studio by myself. <laughs> so I'm listening back to the records and I'm like, damn, he really think this shit is trash. 
But it took that. I sat with, I sat and didn't talk to anybody for like two, three days mm-hmm. about mu- about my music. Um, and I really, I like, and then I made like the most fire song that I have made in the longest time. Like the the second night, I'm like, all right. This is what he's talking. I right. sent it to him. He's like, "Yeah, that's what I'm talking about." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we really, re- re- we ended up redoing all the songs. Like every last song that was on the original list for yeah. this project is about to come out. We redid the whole thing. That's dope. Front to back, and I have him to thank. So when y'all hear this fire, I'm about to yeah, drop. Yeah, and definitely shout out to him because when I was trying to work on something, he he sent me over a couple beats. Uh, I think they still might be put to use. You understand that? Okay. I think I got mad bars. I'm dissing a rod and all of them. Yeah, you got this everybody. <laughs> come record it with me. All right, because Trax won't, Trax won't let me record with him, man. Trax a hater. What? Trax a hater, bro. Man, listen. Every time I go in there, he be like, yeah, my mic don't work for you. Uh, <laughs> you know, I said, dog, it's a, said me, you. a nigga just left the booth. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not working off. right now. <laughs> it's not. You got to go somewhere else. But, uh, now, nah, yeah, I definitely think having a strong team is good for no matter what you do mm. uh you know you need to support you need people that's gonna keep it real with you most importantly and i'm glad that worked out for you where you were just able to realize you know because you are naturally you're gonna feel some type of way about shit you didn't craft it but you was able to put your feelings aside and then be like all right let me just get to work and he ended up bringing the best out of you right right which is super dope but um what else? What else did I want to ask Kenneth, man? Because uh, it's a lot that people don't know. It's a lot still I don't know about you. And we've had talks, you know, about damn near everything. Like you, <laughs> you sent me over projects. Speaking of, uh, you know, you just sitting on music. You had three or four projects done like three or four years ago, yeah. where you literally sit there was like, "Yo, don't play this for nobody, man. Like, don't, don't, don't yeah, do I that." I heard music. I yeah, heard a lot like, of Yo, music. Don't, don't do that. But uh, yeah, I guess I probably should ask this first. Like, who, who, who's Kenneth Muse? Whether it's the son, the boyfriend, the fucking uh, the musician. Like, who is Kenneth, man? I'm I'm a kid from South Jersey that's trying to make it like everybody else. That's why I I say it like that, not to even sound like oh he's just trying to be humble or anything like that. I just that's just who I am. You know what I mean? I don't I don't try to project something that I'm not. You know what I mean? I'm also an adult. That's that's an adult thing to say. <laughs> but like I like I I I just like to work really hard. Like if any if anybody's gonna tell you anything about me, they're gonna tell you one one of my biggest flaws is I'm hard to get a hold of because I rarely answer mm-hmm. my phone because I'm always working. Mm-hmm. And and two is is I'm just like I I'm in love with the business with music. Like music is me. That's what that's who I am as a person. Hashtag nigga, music yeah. is me. You understand? <laughs> no, I'm I'm being serious. It's like every day that I wake up, I'm doing music. There's nothing else that I'm doing. Like right. I, I I barely go out. That's what they. That's what people will tell you. Everybody always makes a big fuss when they do see me out. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like work on that. Trying to start taking days off and right. stuff like that. But no, I'm I'm a kid from South Jersey. Raised by a single mother, um, I what uh, I tried to go to college for like two, three years. And what happened with that? School is not for me. I'm one of those people. 
And I, and I mean that, me like, too. I mean that, like, <laughs> serious. Like, it's not for me. Like, I, and I've never been a bad student. Mm-hmm. I Like, I like school, but it's just not for me. I just, I have a problem with, it's weird, because I have a problem with people telling me what to do, but then I work in a business where people tell me what they want. Right. So it's just like, um, I guess it's about what you're willing to put, like, what you want that whatever was in school that's not what you want so you're not going to tell me what to do because i don't even want to be here and then on top of that it's the knowing what i'm going to do the next day that is like is like that kind of structure Mm -hmm. where i know exactly what i'm going to do the following day it's like it didn't make sense for me to go to school to basically go and work for somebody else in a field where they're just going to re teach me how to do, do whatever I got to do. It's just like, it's to me, it's just like redundant. It mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. Why Why am I going to school for something that you're just going to reteach me at my job and then eventually fire me for somebody younger that you're going to do? It's right. just like an ongoing cycle. And I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I remember the conversation. One thing I do have is I have a very, I've always had a very, very supportive mother. mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, I remember I had already like I already stopped going to school for like like two months. Like I was skipping class. You was one of those. I was like I was already out of school. I was already out of school. She just didn't know it. Right. So so I I like one day I just it just wore on me because my mom was just asking me. She's like, So how are you doing in school? I she already knew. I had like they one day know. one day she came home from work and I'm like, Mom, she's like, What? I'm like, listen, this ain't working. She was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I want to give music a full shot. Like, I just want to do that. And my mom's always been very supportive. She, the only thing out of her mouth is just, you sure this is what you want to do? She's like, I was like, yeah. She's like, um, well, just make sure you have a plan. Because you, 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 you make sure you got a job. Right. You know what I mean? But have a plan and stick to the plan. And just know that it's going to be rough. It's going to be very, very hard. And you, that you can't give up. If this is what you're going to do, then do it. Wise words. And from there on, it's, <laughs> it's been an uphill what, battle, what, but it's uh, been fun. What age was this? I was, I was 20, 21, 22, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and I was like, I, I had a security job at that time. And it you was, just look like it sucked. It was, <laughs> he said, ah. Listen, listen, because no, I, I had I had a security, at that time, I had a security job, I was going to school, and I was working at a studio. Mm. So it was just like, I was already, like the work ethic was already there, it mm. just was like spread out. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? And I was literally spreading myself thin, so I was just like, all right, I'm falling back from school. Like, that's not what I want to do. It's not what I want to do. It just doesn't make sense anymore. Mm. And then I told my, cause I want, for me to go full on, I, I needed the support from my mother. Like right. my mother, if there's anybody in this world, the word that I take into consideration is my mother's and Troy's, a hot man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Those are the two people that I really depend on. Like if their opinions are very, I hold right. them very high. So like, if I didn't have her support, I don't think I would have been as like, if I, if I, as aggressive as I was, if I didn't have her support, I probably still would have tried to pursue it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I had her full support, and I continued to work at the security job, which I really hated. <laughs> like I really no, bro. Like, Get it off your the chest. The uniform. <laughs> I wore pants. You could see my socks. It was bad. It was a bad look. I hope nobody ever finds my security picture. 
Like, with my license. You know what I mean? Like, they they, they going to grind me up. They find that doing. Now you're going to have everybody on the internet trying to look for that doing. But, um, yeah. So I worked there up to a point, and then it just, that met its course. And mm-hmm. then eventually I'd, like, develop, like, a, all right, every every three years I'm going to try to do something different. Every three years. Every, every two years. And now it's just, like, it's always different, and that's what I that's what I found that I like about music. It's it's never the same. I don't right. like today. I could be working on an R and B song with somebody, and tomorrow I could just be just recording people. You know what I mean? Or I could just be making beats or writing songs for somebody else, mm-hmm. not even my own. So that's what I like. It's always different. It's never the same. So it's like waking up to that every morning is just like oh, it's lit. Right. You know. Uh, I actually got this running joke with uh, Night Child uh, that y'all are the same person. <laughs> Night father, <laughs> shout out to Night Child. Uh, he, That's yeah, my he's, guy. He's, he's, he's I'm definitely. Sp- I'm oh, I, I, I forgot. I literally. Yeah, damn, yeah. No. I, I was. I'm That's wearing his shirt. Yeah, he definitely wearing your shirt. Appreciate you, baby. That's my guy right there. <laughs> uh, what was I about to say? Oh, so you also have like a different uh, like background, which I was surprised. I just thought you was all black. Yeah, I get. I get black. I get. I'm half white. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, like when I first came. Spanish. I, um. How the fuck did I find out about you? Uh, I'm not sure exactly how I found out. Probably tracks. I think it wasn't even tracks. It was what? crazy. It wasn't even tracks. Uh, I think I was just searching for new music because this is when I just started everything too. Right. I was only like a few months in. So I just was searching for new music and uh, you came across my page on Twitter somehow. You came across my page on Twitter and I listened to, uh, what the fuck is this song? Man, why am I forgetting? Yatu Zavi? Yes. <laughs> I listened to that. And I'm like, yo, this shit is fire. I left. This is when the room was over there uh, The when I was recording. Mike, uh, White Mike's over him. Went outside. He's outside smoking. Just hopped in his car, plugged my phone up, said, yo, listen to this shit. <laughs> He's like, yo, who the fuck is this? Da-da-da-da. I'm like. Some nigga from around here, like, I have no clue. <laughs> the nigga has, like, 3,000 followers. Like, I don't, like, it has, like, he's only following back, like, 200 people. He's somebody. I don't know who the fuck he is, but <laughs> this shit is dope. So I let that play. I start listening to Ant Bill. Right. Uh, start letting that play. And then probably about two days later, I heard tracks playing Yatu Sabi <laughs> while I'm over in the other room. Wow. I left that room. I said, dog. He's like, yo, this nigga Kenneth, dog. This nigga Kenny. He fired. <laughs> I said, nigga, I just discovered this nigga. Like, I, I, I felt like I discovered this nigga, man. I'm like, this nigga is, like, this shit is wonderful. And then that led on to, you know, just more tracks where I'm just listening. Like, yo, this shit is, uh, this shit is incredible. And even recently, and uh, I'm in here. I forget what I was doing, but I was in here. I might have been cleaning up, and I'm just letting the music play. I was on SoundCloud. Right. Uh, and... I'm just letting it play. I'm not even really paying attention, but I'm finding myself like, God damn, who, who? I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like, I go to my computer, <laughs> nigga, it's you. I say, yo, I, I, I forget who I called, but I called somebody immediately. It was like, dog, did you listen to Kenneth? Like, play, like, go on SoundCloud right now and just play his shit. They're like, all right, I'll do it. I got a call the next day. Like, yeah, like that, that nigga is fire, man. Thank like, you. I like, appreciate it. Nah, it's, it's different. Like I said, I, t- I talked to you the other day. Um, I got you on a playlist with niggas that I feel are phenomenal. Like the nigga Ty Dollar Sign can't miss right now. <laughs> Jeremiah Facts. is amazing right now. Absolutely. Uh, Eric Bellinger is ridiculous. And 
with you in there, it don't miss a beat. All of this shit is completely fire. So it. even uh the breakup playlist, super fire. Thank you. I'm just happy. I think everybody's just happy to have music from Kenneth Muse, man. <laughs> I, that, that's what I think. Yeah, they've been getting on me about putting out a full project. So now it's just like, we do, we, do you think it's needed? Um, I don't think so. I could, I, I can continue to put out three songs, two songs, mm-hmm. but like, I just want to, I want to put out a full project for me. Uh, as uh, cliche as that sounds, I really want to put out a project for me because it's just like, since, like you said, you the the first song you heard of mine was Yatu Sabe. And then since Yatu Sabe, I put out a couple hard hitting songs, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's been all R&B. So like now it's just like somebody, I, f- I forget who said it to me. They had, they had, they're like, yo, I, I like the breakup playlist, blah, blah, blah. They're like, yo, but why don't you put out something like, Yatu Sabe or My Side or Easy mm-hmm. or one of the one of them old songs you used to put out and I'm like, damn, is is it old? It's it's right. old now. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it is old. Yeah. I, I could I could start like, you know, putting out like I guess like more upbeat records. So that's pretty pretty much what we're what I'm doing right now is basically I'm gonna put out a full project probably in the, like the twelve no more than twelve songs mm-hmm. and we're just gonna hit them hard. I'm just gonna be very consistent from now until probably we can keep going pride till next summer. I at this point. You. At this uh, point. Yeah, we <laughs> we gonna go till next summer. Uh so with the skill set that you do have, being able to sing and being able to rap like how you just was saying, and mm. you do have people that they like to hear both, is it hard to please people? Because some people may only wanna hear you singing or hear the slow songs or some people want to hear you on upbeat but some people just don't give a fuck they just want music so i try honestly i try not to um i try not to pay attention too much to what like people have to say as far as like what type of music they want from me because like i feel like at, at this point where the music is right now like the music business you tell people what you what you want to hear from like mm-hmm. you, you you give out what you want you know what I mean? You're, you can't you can't please everyone. That's number one. And then two, it's kind of hard to pinpoint what is exactly going to be the one for right. you. You know what I mean? Like, for example, we can go we can go into like just production wise. For who's watching the kids? Me doing Down by the River for Mir, mm-hmm. right? The original record for Down by the River is not the same song that you hear on this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had sent be, uh, we, me and Mira had a sh- this was way a long time ago before we even put it out. Um, I had sent Mira a beat at a show. I'm like, yo, listen to this. I just made this for you. Like, I know we get we got a bunch of cuts. At that point, I hadn't I hadn't produced for anyone. Like, as far as like on the lo- on the local scene, I had I didn't produce for anyone. <clears throat> that was like one of the first beats that I just gave to somebody. Like, look, you know what I mean? Just listen to it. And he had came to the studio, laid it. And then when it came down to us like mixing the album, that was the last song that we worked on. And when I listened to his whole project, I'm like, it kind of didn't fit. You know what I mean? It's number one, it, it not that it sounded like everyone everything else, but it didn't stand out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, I needed to stand out for me. Like, you know what I mean? Not so much that like, yeah, this is gonna be the one right here. Right. But no, I wanted to stand out for me. So I'm going through I'm going through samples, the cutting through samples. It's me, it's me, Mir. And I think he had like, I think Ish might have been there because we were just cutting through records. Kev was definitely there, um, and we're just going through records. And I, I went through this one record, um, 
Cut and Close. I played the Cut and Close record. That's the sample that you hear in the, the beginning. Mm-hmm. The played that, and I played it over Mir's vocals. And Mir was like, yo, that's hot. I'm like, all right, well, yeah, that's hot. So, <laughs> so I, I, I pitched it. I think I pitched it up or down or whatever the hell I did. And I add, I started adding drums to it, and that it was it was hot. And then I added, uh, I think it was the keys and stuff like that. And it's it it at that time it sounded different. I'm like, all right, it's hot. Right. You know, that's that's exactly. I was just like, all right, this sounds this sounds cohesive with everything else. Right, on the record. right. So when it came down to his listening party, when we were playing all the songs, that came on, and like everybody was like, yo, this is dumb hot. Right. Like, this is different. Blah blah blah, and the third, and then we put out the project, and it was just crazy. The reception mm-hmm. that everybody just liked the song, and like when I first listened to it, I'm like, I'm thinking, cause to to date, my favorite song on that project is the intro. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. That goes up. Even he yeah. he performs it to this day. Yeah. It's 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 fire. That's, you know what I mean. That's like that's gonna. No matter where he go in his life, that's a record. Like that's yeah, that's a moment right there. Absolutely. So it's just like that right there was just like a, a testament to like, yeah, all right. Well, basically, you can't really dictate what people are going to gravitate to. You just got to be you. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, the people are listening to the music for you. Right. They're not listening for the record per se. They just know that you got good. You have. You're very talented. And that you just need to just be consistent. That's why I said consistency. Right. You just got to be consistent because you know you're gonna get another one if you if you stay consistent. So now I asked because it's you know bigger artists, but like uh, Drake mm-hmm. or like a uh, Tory Lanez, they seem to like they almost break their music down into categories instead of just giving it to people. Sometimes I feel like the industry does that. Okay. I don't think it's them. I really don't. I feel like it's not them. You know what I mean? Because you got people that work. Like that goes back to saying having a good team. You know what I mean? They they can break it down for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I feel like for that for the artists themselves, I don't think I, they might. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know because I don't work with any of the bigger artists. But like I don't think they go in it like yeah we're gonna do this kind of record because this is the kind of records that people want. The industry is gonna make you do that mm-hmm. if you're not calling all the shots. They're right. gonna be like yeah these are the kind of records you need to be doing. But I feel like at this point, especially where music is at, it's like you really can't dictate what's going to be hot. Because look at the, the it's just like so broad. Uh, so many different type of artists are out here yeah. making hit records. And they all, some of them sound the same. A lot of them sound the yeah. same. But you have like, you can have the Kendricks, the J. Coles, and then Drake, and then 6 9 and all these yeah. other artists that exist at the same time. So it's kind of like hard for you to dictate yeah, it, what's going to be hot. It's a, it's a lot of people that complain because they feel like it's not like that. Where I feel as though it's enough shit out there to go to what you were saying. It's enough stuff out there. It's enough artists where you can literally dictate what you want to hear. Like there's an artist for anything that you want to hear. You don't have to listen to the radio. Right. Right, I, 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 I don't listen to the radio <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, I, for one, I'm barely in my car. That's right. the first thing. But like, I don't listen to the radio. No. Is it is it important to be on the radio at this point? No. Like I said, I, I don't think so. I no. mean, I, I think it it's cool, but like, 
No. Right. You know what I mean? The majority of people, they're going in their cars and, you know what I mean? Like you said, you heard Yatu Sabe by plugging your oh, yeah, arms cord up that's into the it. car. So it's that's like, it. that's all I'm I not needed. listening to the radio. That's all I needed. Uh, I know an artist, uh, he put this up on his Facebook page the other day. And I, I thought it was interesting. I thought he might have had the, he not the wrong perspective. He didn't have the full perspective uh, about the DJ and artist relationship. Uh, basically how DJs don't play their part. They don't break the artists or they don't break records. Like, what's your input on that? I, 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 I can see where he's coming from. Um, as far as like, if you're trying to see, see, my thing is, is DJs do play a major role, Mm -hmm. but I feel like at this point they're like, I mean, they do, they still do their job. Um, as far as like breaking artists, I still I still feel they can still break artists at this point. I mean, the internet took a lot from everybody. You know what I mean? As artists, DJs, the radio, everything. So it's kind of like artists are pretty much self sufficient at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it did take away from the DJ game, but I still feel like for the local scene, you can still have like a DJ can spend something at a party and you can get fans. You right. know what I mean? I feel like it's all about perception at this point. Like, if you if you look at it and be like, "Yeah, screw them over there because they ain't doing their job," somebody mm-hmm. can also look up, look at them like, "Yeah, they're also busy." So, right. you know what I mean, when my time comes, then that's my time, or I can be on this in this person's face until they say, "Okay." Right. You know what I mean? I feel like it's all about perception. If you're a negative person, you're gonna look look at, at everything negative. negative. Right. If you're a positive person, you just be like, oh, well, you get with me when, when you get the chance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like it's all about perception. Yeah, so what I told him was a, a lot of what you just said. Like I said, it wasn't so much that his, uh, he was wrong. It just wasn't the other side of the coin. Right. Like he just was focusing on the heads. But you, as an artist, it's a lot of artists that don't know how to build relationships. They don't know how to work. They don't know how to give when it's time to give they always just want right and you're a little bit different because you're not just an artist so you know naturally you know how to build a relationship because you have your own business Mm. a lot of these artists they're going to the club or going to a party and they'll say yo spin my record he's probably got asked that 10 times tonight yeah exactly so it's like (laughs) yeah i got you tomorrow right right it's (laughs) like yo or a lie like yo like Ain't nowhere to plug nothing in there. Or, <laughs> yo, I ain't got the internet. You right. can't send it to my email. Either way, he's going to spin you for you not to do it. And I feel as though a lot of artists don't hold up their end in a relationship like that. So for the artists that may be listening, you have to build relationships. Yeah, so instead of, instead of going to the DJ booth and demanding something and expecting him just to do it, how about you go up there with some genuine and kind love Bring and say, him a yo, drink. exactly. Like, yo, <laughs> yo offer up? him a My drink. Blah, blah, blah. Give him a drink and bounce. That's it. And then the next time you see him, he going to remember a boy that came and it, dropped me a drink. I don't even know who the hell he was. Exactly. That you know that I mean? that has people asking questions. You don't even have to tell him right. the first, the second, or third time you meet somebody, yo, this is what I do. Eventually, he's going to ask, like, yo, like, what's up? Who you? Like, you cool? Da, 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 da. And then it's just going to be off the strength. You don't have to put a dime in his pocket. I mean, whether you're going to a party or going, like, going to a club or something like that. Altogether, if you go 
go there two times and that happens, you may have spent $50 right. in order to get your record played, where if you just go up to him and press him, he may charge you like 300 Exactly. <laughs> just so you can get a, get on Snap real quick. And, and be like, yeah, they playing me in the club. Right. You, you don't have no type of relationship with this At person. all. And then on top of that, you don't even tag the DJ in your post. So it's <laughs> like, who the fuck is yeah. <laughs> Like, you don't show him no love. So what I was telling him is the artist got to reciprocate. Like, they have to dictate what's going on and reciprocate the love that they actually get uh, from the DJs because there's a lot of DJs that got shitted on. A Absolutely. Lot, a, a lot of DJs uh, do stuff off the shrimp expecting to, you know, make something happen because of the way the game is set up. DJs need artists. Absolutely. They need them. This ain't back in the day where the DJs are featured and then the artist is in the back hyping the DJ up. It's not like that. So it's a lot of even DJs around here that put that effort in and tried to do this and then at the end got nothing in return. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, at this point, niggas got to feed their family at the end of the day. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah. It's, at the end of the day, people got to remember also, too, it's a business. Mm-hmm. It's a business. And I feel like the DJs, DJs still hold their value in, in the music business. You know what I mean? They still break artists. They still do a lot for the artists. I mean, if you, like I said, if you... A DJ spinning one of your records at a party, you know what I mean? You might get a couple fans off of that. And they right. could they could be a local DJ. They don't have to be one of the top guys that you hear about. You know what I mean? So right, right, it's, right. it's all yeah, it is it is all about trying to make relationships with people and not it just make it all business. Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's just a dat. Like, yo, right. what's up? Oh, blah, blah, blah. My right. name is such and such. Right. And keep it moving. You know what I mean? And then the next time you see him, you know what I mean, you, you might you might strike a, a conversation at that point, and that might be it for you. Exactly, and uh, and that's what everything that you do. They always say network, network. Just not asking somebody for something because <laughs> if the shoe was on the other foot, it's right. like my my guy. Like every time I see you, like I I don't want to see you because you always got your hand out. Something is always popping up, and I always got to give, and then nothing is in return. So. Yeah, relationships and networking is, like, the key to a lot of things. Like, I feel like that's how I even got to this point. Right. Uh, just doing what I normally do. I'm I'm a people person, so I don't mind talking to somebody. Right. I don't mind going and being the center of attention if I have to be. And I don't mind calling somebody, yo, you want to do lunch? Oh, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Sit down, I hop. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. Email? Yeah, so I don't like I I, 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 right. I don't know why I just did that, but I, 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 I'm, I'm following you now at this point. I don't know where we went just now, but yeah, pull out I, your alter I, ego. I, I'm about to bring out Big Ken. What's up with it? Big Ken. Now, uh, another question I had to ask though, man. Like, I know if I could sing, I'd be doing some filthy shit. Do you fuck to your own music? Hey, yo, this nigga, <laughs> I, I, I know, I would be doing, like, listen, that's why God ain't blessed me with a voice, man. I'm telling you right now. Like, I have, I have, I have uh, messed around to my music. Is that dope? It, it is, it is, but then, like, if you mess around to your music, and then you're not with that person no more, or you don't fuck with them no more, then that song reminds you of that person every time it plays. But does it work vice versa? Whereas, though... They remember you every time they hear the song. I mean, you know, I would, I, this would be the, the point where I'd be like, ask them. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you get that late night text like, ah, Yatu Sabi just came on. What's like, what's up, Kenny? What's 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 good? Like, 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, I get it every now and then. I mean, we about to we about to indulge into my uh, personal life. People need to know your personal. Oh, that's well, I'm, I just I just got out of a relationship. Okay, I just got out of a relationship. Almost. Uh, Me too, man. Welcome. Yeah, it's, it's single's weird. It's a weird place. Single is happiness to me. How long you been single? I mean, it's only been about a month, and the, the, the relationship wasn't that long. But did it? Did it? I see. Now I'm interviewing you. Did it end? Did it end bad? No, it didn't. Uh, I don't believe so. I felt like it was. You know, how you have to make tough decisions, even though it's the right decision. Right. Right. right it right, was right. more of a mutual decision, but it was a tough one. It's not one that like. You know, look, nobody really did each other wrong. Right, right, right. It just may have not been the right time. Oh, yeah, that's it. where I'm at, too. So, basically we're the same shit. You know, we, we, we just parted ways. But I realized after that, that I, I don't know, I, I just felt like myself again, so to speak. And yeah. feeling like myself feels good. <laughs> yeah, it does. It well, does. I can just wake up. Good, good I, I don't have a responsibility to, like, call somebody, check on somebody. Yo, and, you like, good? Yeah, right. Just to... Good morning, whereas like, I really don't feel like saying good morning. I'll talk to you in the afternoon. <laughs> One of those, but <laughs> that's just, you know, but. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm there now. I'm, in, I'm there now. If anything, I just, I just let music consume me once again. Just, just dove all the way into just doing music. To yeah. the moment. Singleness means you should try to work on catching an STD. You need to try your hardest. Hey, um, yo. That, that's what this that means. This man is a wild. At least you got to try. I've never had an STD. Knock on wood. This you don't know fake. what you're missing. I'm good. I mean. I am good. Are you? I'm good. I'm good. You probably don't, don't wear a condom, don't you? You walked in here with a limp. Never. So <laughs> you tripping. I walked in here with good health. Kid have walked in here limping. I, 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 I know the STD walk when I see hey, one. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just recently got tested, okay? And I'm cool. You don't believe in God? I believe in God. What you getting tested But the devil for? works too. Whatever happens is supposed to happen. Nah, fuck You need to that. get your faith up, Kenneth. I, my faith with God is very strong. <laughs> you tripping. I take extra precaution because, you know, Listen. I might have missed something in, uh, in a prayer or something like that. A little STD ain't never killed nobody. Nah, yeah. What? <laughs> Boy? <laughs> STD ain't never killed nobody. No, you don't think so? Mm-mm. You bugging. As long as it's curable. I'm, I'm not trying to catch nothing. Like I said, you, I, I don't know how healthy you are walking in very, here Very, like very, very fucking healthy. You was a little gimpy. What, no, wasn't it gimpy? No, uh, no, gimpy A-Rod? No, nothing. I'm good. I got a lot on my mind. <laughs> uh, how much shit I'm about to drop. I don't know about no uh, STDs. Uh, so, Everybody uh, out there, get tested. This <laughs> <laughs> man wild. And don't take care of your kids. If you got kids, hey, yo, fuck hey, all yo. that. You, you about to have me walk out of here. I'm an advocate of being for self. Your kids <laughs> is just going to hold you back from what you really want in life. You hear me? You are wild. You are so wild. Leave your kids right in front of YouTube. It's tutorials on there on how to be a child. <laughs> how to be a good child how to be a bad child just press play on one of them and that'll dictate and that's how you raise a serial killer no that's how you raise a Kenneth Muse no it's not no it's <laughs> yes, not it is. I got all I got raised <laughs> by, that's, that's, by a very good you mother you're tripping I'm, I'm telling you she ain't never put me in front of no TV YouTube University man teach you anything 
Look, you gonna have my mom come up here and kick some ass. She gonna be like, I, I raised, I raised that boy. I don't want no work with, exactly. with Mama crazy. News, man. I, I don't want no work. I have a crazy so, Panamanian um, lady rolled up here. Start speaking all the Spanish. How can everybody get in contact with you? Get in touch with you? Don't. Find your music. Oh, I'm shit. just playing. No, no, no. Hit A-Rod. <laughs> hit A-Rod. <laughs> Hashtag hit A-Rod. Uh, everybody can contact with me. Uh, it's, it's spelled the same on every platform. Uh, this is a platform that the people that's listening really don't know how to spell. I, so you have to. to yeah, I was going to say. It's spelled the same everywhere. K-E-N-I-F-M-U-S-E. Uh, it's on everything. Everything's the Everything. same. Everything's the same. You know, And Muse is really my last name. Yeah, you, go you got to be mad specific with my listeners. Cause they just like maybe well, well, we ain't that smart. You sure you sober? Yeah, I'm absolutely. I'm. No, I don't get tested. Know, tested for what? Well, I got. Listen, whatever's supposed to happen is gonna happen, <laughs> and I'm highly favored. You understand? So I'm good. Oh my god! <laughs> I pray a lot. I'm putting Use my name Coco on the cup at a party lot. with you. I'm never putting my <laughs> cup down. Listen. Wake up with a bum bum. If it's uh, <laughs> if it's anything that you want the listeners or your fans to get from this interview, what would it be? Uh, be on the lookout for music. Mm. Uh, you can go on my SoundCloud right now and uh, stream on some shit. It's at the top. And uh, yeah, you know, everybody have a blessed life. Big Kenny dropping soon me? too. So. <laughs> yeah, Big Ken. Look out for the Big Ken, <laughs> Big Ken uh skits that are about to drop. Shout out to A Rock. Appreciate you, man. I'm happy we finally got this shit done. Like, I don't think you the heard. people know how long this took. This has been like a year, like, in the works, especially in the last, like, three or four months where it just seemed like, hey, yeah, schedule? Yeah, yeah. it's the cool. Something pop up? Oh, yeah, George, just reschedule it. <laughs> so today we finally got shit done. Right, uh, right, right. You said you walked outside with a flat tire. The devil was at work. Or God just wanted to see how strong you believed in his ass. That's all. Yeah, uh, and A-Rod pulled up. <laughs> Shouts out right. to God and A-Rod. Right. The real Jesus. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm happy you came through, man. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. you for having me, man. I appreciate it. Out of here, who you with the podcast? You heard? Who you with? You with? You with? Just like every other episode, this week's episode is also sponsored by SFX Studios, the home of Who You With, the podcast. So if y'all think, you know, we sound amazing, if you think our pictures always look dope, our videos is always cool, y'all might as well come record here if you need airtime, if you need radio time, if you, you know, a trash rapper, and you need to get your bars up and find a place to record, Don Michael Jr. is in the next room for anything, you know, an artist needs. Upstairs is Dev Wade, the mastermind of all of this. It also takes photos, graphic design, and he's in the comic books. Chalk is in the other room with New Souls, our nonprofit that's also in the building. So if you want to be a part of the family and just step up from amateur to professionals, if y'all want to be professionals, come over to SFX Studios. And I'm pretty sure if you have uh, BHBM, which is bald head, big muscles, just like everybody else that run this damn studio. Pretty sure they'll look you out and give you a discount, man. But <laughs> make sure you, you head over to SFX Studios NJ on Instagram. DM them. Their email is also in the bio. So hit them up, SFX Studios. You're listening to Who You Win? Who You Win? Who You Win? The Mother Podcast.